Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. What a great guest today. Uh, what can I say? We got Carl Jones. If you go on Twitter, his Twitter is at uh, CJM Jones. But you know, on Twitter, it can tell you, like, that's your, your handle, but it says your name. His name is Carlton Banks that he put in there. Carl, don't think I don't get that reference. A little Fresh Prince action for us. Carl's a man. Um, this is actually the second, I guess you'd call it installment, where I was able to, I've been doing the show for about three years. And ever since I joined the amazing Core Temp Arts Network, I feel like I've got a lot more engagement and it's been awesome and I get to talk to people all the time and I listen to the show and it's, uh, it's kind of hard to wrap your head around that people can be a fan of the show. Uh, so I grew up and really, I really, I come from a, like the, I, I grew up in Connecticut and really involved in the punk, hardcore, ska scene. And there's always in that music scene, there's no separation of band and fan. So I would always become friends with these bands that I love and vice versa. And, uh, I couldn't play music. It was cool. So I really wanted to keep that like DIY punk ethic with the podcast. So when I have a chance to actually A, a have fans, which is fucking crazy, uh, have them on the show. So there's about two episodes ago, we had Brie Benjamin on, uh, side note. Happy birthday, Brianna. Um, Carl told me that she was kind of his encouragement for coming on. There's a great Facebook group you can join for Core Temp Arts Network. And I was just like, I put a post on there. Anyone want to come on? Let me know. I want to get everyone on here. And I'm kind of going through a list of people right now. But Carl said he listened to Breeze and was like, God, do it. Then he told me he had listened to my show for a while and said some nice things to me. Uh, so I'm going to say some nice things to him. Carl's the fucking man. Super cool, really funny, really nice, really smart, insightful. I think we kind of line up a lot. We ended up getting a little more political than I expected because I thought we're like, oh, let's just talk about Nickelodeon. But man, it it's such a f- fucking fantastic conversation. Uh, it's everything I wanted. Uh, so Carl, thank you so much for coming on. I had a ton of fun. Hopefully we'll get Carl back on here. Make sure you guys follow him on Twitter. Quick side note for me, follow me on Twitter at LoChadPod at Let's Chat Podcast on the Twitter. There's an Instagram account. There's a Facebook page. I think the Facebook is facebook.com slash Let's Us Chat. Uh, and I am also doing the Core Temp Arts Presents TV Ate My Brain. It's the TV podcast where it has rotating hosts covering different shows. And myself and Dwight from Broken Brain and Megalo Magazine podcast are covering Mr. Robot right now. Uh, we are looking for guests for that, so hit me up if you're interested. Uh, we just put up two episodes, one with uh, the wonderful DJ Valentine, and I know the, we just put up another one. Should we put up another one soon, man? And if you're watching Mr. Robot, that shit's nuts. <sighs> anyway, find us online. Thank you for anyone who's ever downloaded this show once. And, uh, if you like the show, it's free. We'll always, probably always be free. Uh, <laughs> I'm not looking to make any money, but if you could just be so kind and leave like a nice iTunes review, that shit helps so much. It's like the lifeline of podcasting. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Let me know if you leave an iTunes review because I don't really check that often and I will shout you out on the show. If you listen and you're like, man, I want to come on the show and talk to Chris. Hey, you could do it. Uh, Anyway, Carl, you're the man. Let's get to it. Let's Chat with Revel and Friends is part of Court and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, and movie podcasts. Check out our other shows, That Popped This Live, Talking Shondaland, We Got Five, and TV Ate My Brain at courtandparts.com. The opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Debris Funk, Master Flex, Love, Funk, Star, Ski Had to lock my cats out so I had put the water down I forgot to bring it over <laughs> I know, I know. I was um I was anticipating on being on the podcast, so I decided I'd go back and listen to uh Breeze they- episode. Which one? Breeze. Oh Breeze yeah, Benjamin. yeah. Breeze episode because me and her are in a similar Actually, uh right, exactly. You're already, similar... already stealing my intro, man. <sighs> that was my entire intro to be like it's cool to actually have fan, have A, it's cool to have a fan fans and then actually have them on, it's like the best thing in the world. And now you fucking blew it. No, that's so great. No, <laughs> no. Well I mean it's cool. funny because the I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I never have anything important to say. Oh, okay. Well, it's funny because I I didn't realize I had been actually listening to your podcast before uh, you joined Core Temp Arts. Oh, no way. 
Yeah, actually, um, Peter from uh, We Got Five. Yeah, my dude. Um, yes, yes. I remember um, talking with him and Devin and one of in some thread in the uh, podcast fan crew, uh, fa- Facebook group, and he was telling me about all the podcasts that he had been on. Mm-hmm. And he had mentioned your podcast. So I took a listen to it and I thought, this is how I operate as a podcast listener. Yeah. If I'm already a fan of the guests and if the host is really good, I'll subscribe to that podcast. I'm the exact same way. It's it's half 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 host, half guest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, well, thank you so much for listening, man. That's so cool. Um, I'm so stoked. And I um, I'm not sure if you knew the story, but I like legit like begged, not begged, but like I. I fell in love with We Got Five. I was like, I gotta get on that network. And then systematically just asked Carly on. I was like, hey, so can I be on your network? I don't like my network. Can I be on yours? <laughs> she was super nice about it. Thank God. The, the beauty, the beauty about, um, this network is how, um, interactive its fans are with the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, no. The Facebook, the Facebook group is, you know, oh, still so relatively fun. small, but it's so lively because everybody in- genuinely enjoys being uh, listening to each podcast. No, I, I like like I grew up in like the punk rock scene in like Connecticut, mm-hmm. but there's always no separation from uh, musician to fan. Like a podcast creator and listener to me, it's just one and the same. Like people listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, people make podcasts. There's no difference. And that's what's so good about the everyone in there. It's just like, we all fucking love the same nerdy shit. And exactly. we work, we go to work, and we don't have people to talk about it with. <laughs> <laughs> Which I understand that. I understand that yeah. completely. Uh, being, not really being, you know, quote unquote, as nerdy as everyone else in the group is. Yeah, I feel that way. I feel like of, I have my, my toe in the water. Right. And I'm kind of finding my nerdiness through mm-hmm. the group. Um, interacting with everyone, and like I said, I had heard about your podcast even before the network because of Peter. Thank you. And Peter. then, of, right, and then Carly mentioned that she was going to be on your podcast, and I realized, oh wait a minute, I know Chris. I yeah, mean, I knew, voice. yeah, right, exactly. Like I knew, I, wait, I know, I know. The I show. recognize that name. It's weird, like, and like it's, it's these like pockets of like names that are like, I I was with my wife, we were going somewhere, and she's like. She doesn't really listen to podcasts at all, but like we're in the car going somewhere far we will. And she's uh-huh. like, oh, so what do you have? So I go through my phone. This is like a month ago. I was like, huh, I've deleted all the big famous ones except like three or four. And now it's all just like friends or people I've met. Like, I guess you call indie pod, you know, the little ones, like that stuff that no one's ever heard of. And I was like, huh, weird. That's just, I, I didn't really realize that happened. It was like, it's like when you start listening to top 40 and then you kind of go back mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't listen to anything on the radio, and everything I listen to is kind of niche, right? To, to an extent. Well, I I gotten I gotten really really tired of listening to the radio in general because you know it seemed like they were playing the same song every single you know ten minutes. Yep. You listen to a listen to a Jay Z song, and then ten minutes later it'd be Jay Z, but a different song, but it's the same artist again. But it's remixed by somebody else. Right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> And it's like, I could put on the album, but yeah, I don't know. It's something about like a podcast or I like that talking form of like, especially when you're driving, like an hour can just go by. And like, right. if I'm going real far, like I have a couple I listen to that are like three hour episodes and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I got to go to like New York. So put this on when I leave my house and all of a sudden I'm where I need to be. And it just fucking flies by. I, I listen, I totally understand that. I, um, I, uh, had been well i had been taking care of my grandmother who had suffered a stroke oh wow so i'd gone down to help my aunt basically be a caretaker for her so we would you know i would spend all day with her you know cooking and cleaning and doing Mm -hmm. all the little tidy things around the house and i needed something to do more than just watching television and listening to the same old same old thing on the radio yeah so I'd already been listening to uh, Aisha Tyler's podcast. Girl oh, I God. love her. I, oh, I think that's how we first bonded, right? Yes, you were the only yes. one in there who like who even knew a girl on guy was. <laughs> I mean, you, I was Listen. like, yes, oh my God. That's like, she's one of my biggest influences. That show is I, the one I fucking, she. I call her. Oh, I love her. I love her so I, much. I know. I call her my uh, nerd hero. 
Yeah, but it's cool. I mean, she's like smart and she's funny and obviously she's beautiful, but that's not like, but I'm not even like, that's my, like, I don't have like, like, I mean, that's awesome. It's great. She's hot. But like, I was like, yeah, but I like listen to her talk for hours and hours and like, I feel like you know her as a person and she's so empathetic and like, she gets guests, very different guests. Like she gets, the only, she, I don't know. She just talks to people on a, a different level. Like she's not even trying to get anything out of people, but God, stuff just fucking pours out. Right, I mean, she she has She's the, the neat ability. She really is. She has the neat ability to um, pull stuff out of you without even tr- without you trying to say anything. Like she's she's amazing, and uh, I've been listening to her podcast. And of course, whenever she would bring on a guest on the show, if they had a podcast, I'll go yep. tune into theirs. That's how I found Jackie Cation's Dork Forest story. Oh, nice. Uh, show. Chris Hartwick's Nerdist. Yep. Um, which is actually how I find out Aisha Tyler's podcast. And that's how I basically, that's how I basically found podcasting in that way. It's so incestuous. Everyone's been on each other's shows. It's kind I know, of, right? But she's had, um, well, now they're like only released in seasons. I got to become part of that army because there's some backlogs of her I want to check out. And I mean, now, now she's like crazy busy, so she doesn't post as many, which I totally get. But like, um, she had a bunch of people from Arrow, two people from Arrow, oh, yes. and then Grant Gustin mm-hmm. from Flash. And at the time, mm-hmm. none of them had ever been anywhere. And I was like, oh, but you guys are like just friends. Like you guys just oh, yeah. just having some some craft beer together. Right, it was literally just her saying, "Oh, let me call this person and yeah, you know they'll show up on my podcast." Although I would highly recommend you who uh, do become a premium member because it's only seven ninety nine for the entire year, which is beyond worth it because yeah. you get the back catalog and you get all the uh, premium episodes that you know only the podcast. Yeah, there's a episode she I didn't I never listened to it yet, but I know she had um, uh, Michael Keller Williams on there. I want to listen to that. Yeah. He's Omar from The Wire, and then yeah. Chris Rock is supposed to tell some story about how he caught an STD from a celebrity. So I want to hear that one. And then get he doesn't he doesn't actually mention who the celebrity yeah. is. Yeah, it's a really really good story. Yeah, doesn't he like get the clap and then sleep with her again after he clears it up? Yeah. <laughs> like you would think he would learn his lesson the first no. time. But, that but honestly, no, 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 no. It, it it just so happened to be so good for him, so he had to go back. Yeah, I I respect him for that. But like that honesty to go on a podcast and say you got the clap, I was like, shit, I would never say anything like that. I've never had the clap. But if I did, I wouldn't tell anyone about it. I know, right? Especially on such a public forum now like yeah. that. I mean, you could say that on a, a much smaller podcast that people might not necessarily hear it. But if you're but on he's someone's a podcast, name. yeah, right. And if it's someone like Aisha Tyler or Mark Marin's yeah. podcast, well, if WTF, you say anything on WTF, uh, it's gonna be. An, I noticed there's been recently like news stories been coming out of Nerdist. Like they have a guest on, and then like was it Sam Rockwell was on and he mentioned something about almost doing a uh, Galaxy Quest, and then Alan Rickman died, and then it was like in the news a couple days later as like a quoted source. I'm like, yo, you just heard that on a podcast that I listened to. You're not a journalist, <laughs> right? All right. right. I mean, in, in just. I just, I mean, other than her her podcast, and I'm going to speak a lot on podcasting because I love podcasting that much. I'm, Dude, it's, I it's subscribe a weird, to over hundreds of it. I have, a, I have a work computer and I have iTunes on there, and I just like every single nice person to me who has a show I've subscribed, even if I don't listen, I just give them the downloads and like check yeah. it out here and there. Just be like, yes, so many people. Yeah. I mean, so back to, you know, back to your podcast then carly recommended you know i listened to her episode which funny i was already subscribed to your podcast so it was like like, so i just so happy that makes me so happy it's so rare to hear well well, here's here's the thing i ended up just putting your podcast into the core temp part uh temp part arts uh playlist that i have on my ipod Mm -hmm. and then and that way so you were like ahead of the curve uh, listen uh you called it. I'm just, yeah, I'm, <laughs> you're like Carly's really. right hand man. <laughs> Carly, add this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. I, the boss lady. <laughs> I called her mom once as a joke on um, a TV, TV ate my brain episode, and Dwight left yeah. it in there. It's like, oh, God. 
That's nah, so funny. Because you know she's going to come back and, and tell you about it. Like. Yep. I, I was like, sorry. She's like, mom, huh? I was like, I'm kidding. We have kids, so it's okay. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's weird you if you're used like, to hearing oh. mommy. Yeah, so it's okay. We're just teasing. So if you're from Jacksonville area, you said? Yes. So do yes. you know Devin in real life? or Now, this is only because you're in the same area. Is that is that not how it works, just because you live in the same state? You don't know everyone in Florida? Um... No, 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 no. Well, I've, I've yet to actually meet Devin in person, although uh, one day that, that will definitely happen. Jacksonville is so big that... Yeah, how many people live in Jacksonville? Can, yeah. yeah. I, I live I live on the north side of Jacksonville. I don't know where Devin is actually located, but wherever it is, it's too too far away that we haven't actually, you know, Even like bumped into each other. other. Well, how big is Jacksonville, like, geographically? Is it, like, just, like, a, a large, spread-out city? Well, it's... The, it, well, it's it's the largest city in the United States area wise, but in all oh, actuality, God. and well, and but and Devin could probably tell you this: it's really a big circle. Yeah, there's these major roads. As long as you stay on those roads, you can never really truly get lost in Jacksonville. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, because I was just thinking, because I'm always wondering like how everyone knows each other on there. So I always thought it was just a bunch of Carly's like friends from like high school and shit. And I was like, oh, oh you're really? from you're from New York and. All these people are from New York, and then I'm like finding out that like that's not even the case. It's just like nope, just you. A lot of people just happen to live in the same area and they've never met or whatever. So I was like, oh, Jacksonville. I wonder if he's part of the network because of Devin for some reason. But, well, uh. no, no. Well, be, well, it's it's mostly because of Peter and Devin because I had been listening to the podcast, and then they mentioned that they were going to be on the network. So they were like, okay, well, they're going to start a, a Facebook page. So I just automatically, well, I think Peter or Devin put me into the group. How did you? In the group. How did you learn about Peter first from Hydrate? As, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, it's actually from that from his podcast, Hydro Level Four. Okay. Uh, he recommended me to uh, listen to the Lion King uh, episode. Nice. Which he knew that was because I told him that was my favorite Disney movie. Uh, That's a good choice. Ever. That's oh, a yeah, real good well, choice. Are you excluding Pixar from that list? Yes, I am. Okay, because that's I'm where I'm sticking I'm, strictly. I'm strictly nineties. Yeah, straight Disney. Disney movies, huh? I want to say I'd have something else, but like I want to be like, oh, Aladdin, but I don't remember Aladdin. Like I remember the Lion King. Well, I mean, I like well, it, Aladdin. but I remember oh, well. the Lion King so much better. Like I can't even tell you anything about Aladdin anymore. I haven't seen that in years. But like I could tell you every frame by frame of The Lion King, and I haven't watched that in like t- because, twenty years. Because it's well, yeah, because it's so quotable. Yeah, it might have been the we were probably we're probably around the same age, so maybe I saw it at the right time. But yeah, that was like the fucking movie. Oh, we own I own that in VHS, and I love the music, and I was obsessed with the uh, Home Improvement at the time. So I was like, it's Randy. Randy's the lion. <laughs> oh yeah that's right jtt was uh simba well i mean i when i found out that uh mufasa and i forgot the wife's name of mufasa um yeah me too yeah well when i found out that the voices of those two characters were the mom and dad from coming to america james earl jones and uh uh marjorie sinclair i did not know that was her really huh I mean, it's when I found out about that, I I nearly yeah, I nearly went ape. Uh, I went crazy. Oh, I never even put that together. Well, I, I just so happened to be on um, Wikipedia, which is where I get all my uh, factual information. Factual information, and I noticed that their names were both in The Lion King and Coming to America. And then I started thinking, I could tell James Earl Jones's voice as um. Ufasa, because he has such a distinct Ufasa. voice. I know, right? Say it again! <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, the, dang it, I, I feel like I should look this up. Did you, um, so let's just go complete tangent, did you ever play the uh, Lion King video game? Oh yeah, on Sega Genesis. Yeah, 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 and wasn't it like really hard? Oh yeah, well, like really hard. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say I've yet to, to actually finish. I don't that think game. I ever beat it. I don't no, even know. Uh, I remember because I have an older brother, and see, this is I hate doing that. Like this is for the younger folks, but this is also in that era of like saving on video games 
Maybe it existed, but like it was only on like Super Mario Brothers for SNES. At least mm-hmm. the way I'm remembering in my head that it, there was no save. So like if you got really far mm-hmm. and you died, the game's over, and you right, couldn't exactly. like, restart. And there's maybe was there a limited amount of restarts? But like there were games like that back then. It was just like it's over and I it's re- done. I remember it was something like uh, you get like three restarts, mm-hmm. and then if you die three times, it's over for you. Yeah, one time when I was a kid. And I still have – no one's ever believed me. And I, well, now that all they don't care, so I can never prove it to my older brother at the time. I stayed home sick from school for whatever reason, and I played <clears throat> Sonic 1 for Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Genesis. And I beat, and I got all eight emeralds or whatever the emeralds mm-hmm. you are to me, and I got to that final screen. And I, like, ran to get a camera to take a picture of it, like, you know, mm-hmm. to get the film developed to prove it. And, like, the picture didn't come out right because I took a picture of a TV <laughs> screen or whatever. <laughs> and no one ever believed me that I beat the game. And it was, like, the exact same ending except at the end you would hold all the emeralds and you would have all of them. And if you didn't get them all, Robotnik would be like, try again or something stupid. And I was like, oh, my God. And no one was home to witness it. And my brother <sighs> never believed me. Oh, that is so disappointing. I'd never shared that story, and now it's going to live in infamy forever. Some aliens in space are going to catch that story and be like, we get it, man. That's a struggle. Uh, listen, Chris, I understand, man. Oof. I understand. <laughs> did, did you see that Genesis is re-releasing like their system with all the preloaded old games on it that I'm probably going to buy? Uh, Yeah, I think I saw something like that. I remember seeing something in uh, Sam's Club one day. It was like 40 <laughs> bucks. Mm-hmm. And if I had the money at the time, I would have bought it right then and there. Yeah. Because I'm on this real nostalgia trip when it comes to video games yeah. and music. I'm like, I'm, Me I'm too. going back to my, you know, back yep. to the 90s with everything. With There's a really cool bar that exists here in Providence um, called the Shelter Arcade Bar. And it's mm-hmm. classic video games like the big arcade-ass games and pinball and craft beer bar. And I... Was so in love with the idea that I like hunted down the owner of it and had him on my show before it opened so I can become his friend. And um, yeah, but like he's got like Super Mario three in there right now. <laughs> like so he rotates the games around. But the first I go, I went there on the first opening, like the soft opening night, and they had fucking Ninja Turtles for the fucking SNES, oh. like the original one with the. Techn- I was playing. I was like with my friends, and my wife, no one. And I just ditched everyone. I played Ninja Turtles. I played Tekken two. And I played like four or five different pinball games. I spent like $20 so fast. I was just like, bam, 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 bam. And he had Simpsons. He had a Simpsons video game. Well, the Simpsons video games are everywhere. But, dude, oh. when you just mentioned Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Rig- I- yeah, that. Oh, that. Like, right now, I'm wearing Ninja Turtles shirt. Which one? Oh, that's um, so dope. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go buy that. I, I, I saw the new one. Whatever. I did see the new one. I, but, you know, it's good. I, I'm, well,. I mean, I don't really care if it's good or bad. It's the Ninja Turtles, so that's it's, all that really matters to me. It's like the first tra- – I said it was like the first Transformers movie. Like, it's not yeah, good, but it's really fucking fun. Like, if you're just going in to have a good action movie with Turtles, like, you're going to have a good time. And they, they did a really good a- – I like a good action movie sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's sort of it's sort of like uh, it's like the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. I know the Power Rangers movie's coming out in 2017, and people used to tell me, oh – how can you like the Power Rangers? Back in the 90s, it was absolutely horrible. Well, yeah. when you're a kid, nothing is horrible to you. I fucking loved it. But, you know, now, I've rewatched it on Netflix no, as an adult. It, yeah, it's, it's horrible. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking. Do you, I remember there was an episode where it was a big deal where they changed the sound effects so it would sound like they were actually hitting each other. And I think my yeah. parents like made us let us stay at my grandma's that night just so we could stay up to watch it, probably like 8 o'clock at night. And be like, oh my god, it sounds like they're actually hitting each other, mom! And she's like, what are you talking? I, my mom must have, should have been like, you're an idiot. You're, yeah. a, you're an idiot, but I'm gonna, I love you, so I'm going to pretend I can hear it. And I'm sure they... Our parents didn't like have cell phones, so they probably had to watch this crap with us. Uh, well, I mean, for me, well, I mean, for me, it was kind of a a reward or treat to watch it because it came on uh, in the morning before I would go to school. So it was the one thing that you know, uh, I wake up in the morning, I'm sitting at the breakfast table at the table eating breakfast, and that was my one thing. I could sit there. Watch Ninja Turtles, and then I get to go. I mean, not Ninja Turtles, Power, Power Rangers, Rangers and, and then go home. I mean, go to school. Uh, when you said wake up in the morning, I almost kicked in with a Saved by the Bell theme song. 
I know. I was thinking that exact <laughs> thing, too. In the mud, which also does not hold up at all. Oh, it's horrible. It's so bad. I actually miss, I actually would rather have seen, uh, what's it, Good Morning, Miss, um... Miss Bliss. That was actually pretty Ms. good Bliss. with Mikey and the gang. That's actually some yes. good acting. Uh, listen. <laughs> I've re- like I said, it's, it's one of those TV shows that I'm just recently going back and rewatching again. Now, I haven't watched the prequel to Saved by the Bell, but I've heard how good it is. It's sort of like, um, watching Degrassi. And there's the new generation, mm-hmm. and then there's the older generation. Like I didn't even know that the parents were in the the original show, uh, of uh of the main character in Degrassi. Yeah, Degrassi, I never really saw. Oh, well, I mean, there's really only one thing you need to know about Degrassi. And Drake. Drake. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it. But I make, well, there's they're really saved by the bell. There's uh really noteworthy. There's Good Morning Miss Bliss, which turns into Saved by the Bell, and Saved by the Bell has Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, the college years, and then Saved by the Bell, the new class, which is just Mr. Belding and Screech and a bunch of new kids. No, see, anything that, anything that, that just bad. premieres, <laughs> you lost me as soon as you went with it. And Screech. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. Ah, an asshole. Like, not even, like, the good kind. Like, I speak, oh, yeah, good, this kind of ties into, like, three-hour podcast. Um, Mark Paul Gossler... Did mm-hmm. an episode of You Made It We Repeat Holmes. Yes, yes. And uh, what a good dude. What a, like, uh, he was just like the guy you want to hate. You know, Preppy, that beautiful son of a bitch. He was like, got real deep about like marrying the wrong woman and how he had a mommy wife. And it was like super deep. I was like, wow. He didn't say anything bad about Screech, but then I'm seeing Screech on like Celebrity Flick Club and that bullshit. And I'm like, wow, is that Mark Paul, MPG, not a bad guy. No, not at all. And, and you know, speaking of people that can pull things out of people, Pete Pete Holmes oh, man. is another one of those guys. Woo! I mean, he his is along with Aisha Tyler's that I listen to every week. Yeah. Just because he everything that comes out of Pete seems so genuine. And it is genuine. Yeah. And he's the the I call the master of the long pod, podcast form. Like I remember yeah. his episode with Matt Myra. Yep, what's that, like four we hours? Had a, it was like three, three and a half, like three, four, almost yeah. three and a half hours. Yeah, I listened to all of it, too. But absolutely worth it. I loved it. I loved every second. Every second of it was I worth was it. I was sad when it ended. <laughs> I know. And, and I, I actually ended up listening to Matt's podcast on James Bonding. Is it good? I didn't bother with it. It's just it's just him and Matt Goldie talking about the films. I'm not a big James um, Bond fan. I'm not a big James Bond fan either, but because I was listening to it, I figured oh, I'll follow along with it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I try that. I like. Um, have you listened to the episode of You Made It Weird when Her- the last time Harris Whittles Harris was Whittles. on before he died? Yeah. Woo! That when was. He, that when, was. Yeah, when he died, I actually felt something because I'm. Like, I know I don't know him, but after listening to that particular episode, I had just listened to it a week before. And I was like, I kind of, you know, when you listen to a podcast, you kind of build that one side relationship. And you kind of feel like you mm-hmm. know someone. I was like, yeah. oh, poor Harris. He was really trying. And then. Yeah. It was sort of the same way I felt about uh, Robin Williams on WTF. Yes. Oh, when he died and people were like, how could he do that? I was like, well, clearly you didn't listen to his WTF episode. Because everything was there. <laughs> He's a he recovering about- drug addict and with lots of serious depression. And uh, so I work in a, for a intensive outpatient, like services i work for in mental health essentially and mm-hmm. um so like I've, I've learned tons about suicide and like like oh my god how could robin do it he seems so happy and then so yeah suicide's not about like happiness it's 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 uh dwight explains it better to me when you get to a point where you actually logistically think it's the best answer because it's like oh how can you do that to someone but like when you're you get that far into the uh, depression it's like this is actually helping people I was like, oh, yeah, Robin is sick. He's a sick guy. Or like Kurt Cobain. Everyone's like, I can't believe Kurt didn't fucking kill himself. Courtney did it. I was like, what about the fact that Kurt Cobain uh, attempted suicide the week before? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it was well documented. <laughs> I, I mean, people were ill. And, a lot of people were ill. Yeah, and and in the case of Kurt, you know, he's you could see the signs. Not only just in his actions of what he would do, but it's also in the music as well. Oh my god! I mean, that whole Nevermind album is right. just. What's that song? It's like I don't have. He's like I don't have a gun. Um, 
Ding, come as you are, I think. Yeah, it's uh, come as you are, come as you are. Ding, do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah which, which, interestingly enough, I found out that wasn't that that was a a remake of well, the beat was a remake of someone else's song. Oh man, call a killing joke song. Oh, I don't know that one. Well, that's because I've been watching a lot of Watch Mojo, and Get Watch Mojo the has out of here. Yes. Every night. What? <laughs> you like, watch Watch Mojo? Like me and my wife, it's like our obsession. Top five, like <sighs> weirdest shit. I go, we watch TV every night, and then at the end of the night, you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to get up. Like, oh, let's just go on YouTube. And I don't think it's like that thing. I don't think I've ever even said a word about. It. It's not like I'm ashamed of it. I just it's never worth noting. Oh my god, I watch so much movie WatchMojo.com. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I I must subscribe to it, but I watch it every night. Top ten songs that were written for other people, sitcoms. Yeah, exactly. Anything you can think of. It's like they'll they'll they'll, they'll mention songs that you you already know by just by proxy of like Jimi Hendrix is all along the Watchtower. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that that was a Bob Dylan song originally. Yeah, Not, yeah Bob Dylan song yeah, originally. Think, yeah. No, yeah, Bob Dylan. Yeah, that, uh, even to the. Right, exactly. Even to the point Bob Dylan doesn't even play his version of the yeah. song. He plays Jimmy's. And then you hear about uh, and then the obvious like compared... Um, oh, uh, nothing compared... Uh, the Dolly Parton Nothing compares. Oh, yeah. oh, the Sinead O'Connor the, version. Sinead uh, O'Connor version. The Prince song. No, no, the, the Dolly Parton one you're thinking of is uh, I Always, I'll always Love. Yeah. Which... I still you know, stand by that uh, the, the Whitney Houston song is way, version is way better. Oh yeah, it's the best. Just like that it. scene in the bodyguard when he jumps in front of the bullet for every time. <laughs> every time. I was at like when I was in college, I was like at a we were at a party and the night was ending and there's like me and my two buddies were sitting on the couch flipping and we're a little bit older and the bodyguard was on, so we're like, oh, you know, fuck it, we're not really into the party. Yeah. So we're watching the bodyguard and everyone's just drunk and like getting stoned and doing shit and for some reason we all got super sucked into this movie and we're like shushing <sighs> people near us and by the end of the night there's like three dudes on the couch like trying not Crying. to cry about it and because like, we all forgot that he doesn't die I think oh my god this is it and they're like That's he right. tries to put the bullet and we're like oh my god this is the saddest thing in the world and people are like what is wrong with you listen uh, and this is gonna motion to something else it, that, that whole soundtrack is all about that one song I don't know anything else on it. I don't even really think it was, was it even that good of a movie. You know, it's a soundtrack. I'm not a... This sounds like a, 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 a top five Muji Mojo thing, or Watch Mojo would be top five soundtracks you remember, but not the movies. <laughs> <laughs> we actually couldn't do that list. Oh yeah, dude. I got to talk to someone on here, and they were, um, which was a huge big deal for me but um he was in a band called boys that's fire but they were on mm-hmm. the daredevil soundtrack the first one the shitty oh, shitty okay. ben affleck movie so of course yeah. i asked him about it and he was like i was so pissed he grew up a big comic book geek so fucking was like i couldn't believe it i was ashamed to be a part of that shit it's like but i got paid <laughs> <laughs> i but mean it was so you funny make it, wait isn't daredevil marvel no wait daredevil. it's the it's a long time ago it's the ben affleck daredevil movie no, 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 no. I mean, which comic kind of book network? See, I feel like it's Marvel single... because it's the Netflix show. That's yeah, how I yeah, know but it. <laughs> here's, well, here's the thing. I, I can feel every single PFC uh, pan, uh, podcast fandom crew fan that's oh, yeah. probably going to be listening to your podcast going, what? you should have known that. Yeah, I never read comic books. Me either. I've tried. And, and... I've tried so many times. I just hate reading. <laughs> well, that's the thing. <laughs> I just I just fucking hate reading. It's, well, not, the, it's not the pictures. I, well, I only like reading things that I enjoy. You mm-hmm. know? When you're a kid, you're kind of forced to read whatever is required for you to read. Yeah, but I tried comic books as a kid, and I just did not like them. I like the X Men well, cartoon. I like the movies. I like all that shit. I love the animated DC world. I love the TV shows. Which is all kind of relatively the last few years for me is the, the superhero. Like as this big superhero boom happened, I'm, I'm getting swept up in it, and I'm like, this is the first time I'm really digging this stuff. Yeah, especially, um, especially with the new Black Panther movie coming. Oh, out. dude, that looks so good. Um, What's I, that guy's name? I become uh, the actor. Which one? The black. The Panther. one that's gonna play. Yeah, the, the one that's gonna play Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, that would be uh, Chad uh, Chadwick Boseman. Can I just give him an award right now? His performance listen, in Civil War blew my. He mind. listen. Him, Ryan Coogler already has my 
has my vote. If if I had a vote in the Academy Awards or any any award show, he has my vote for best director because I know that film's gonna uh, is... snubbed. My um, I have a good podcasting friend. Um, his name's Adrian. He has a great podcast called Adrian Has Issues, which is really more of a comic book podcast. But um, mm-hmm. so we're Facebook friends as well. And so he posted a picture of Black Panther like this before the movie came out. And did this long post about how he was like almost in tears because mm-hmm. it was the first time he saw himself represented in the comic book. Because you know, yeah, and then to actually see it in the movie, like, and I was like, that's so fucking powerful that it could have that effect on you, man. I was like, oh, cool, but I was like, the first time in his life he got to see himself in a fucking comic book movie. I was like, oh, that's yeah. Beautiful. I mean, beautiful. That's how I. It is beautiful, and that's sort of the way I felt about the Black Panther movie, and not just Black Panther movie, but, you know, reaching out and finding podcasts, uh, black podcasts, mm-hmm. you know. There's not, there's is, not enough, not, there's too many white guys <laughs> as one of them, <laughs> and there's too many white guys like me who have too many white dudes on their show, which I've told Carly, I was like, I need to diversify the Diversity. show. Diversify, yeah, you need to diversify. I know, it's hard, it, no, it's not hard, it's just, it's so real, you gotta pay attention, people, cause out of nowhere, you're just like, I just had four white dudes on in a row, and that yeah. was not intentional, <laughs> but yeah, no, it bums well, me out sometimes. Well, I mean, and, and that's why uh, a few months ago, we had a uh, black podcast week on Twitter. Yes. Where we, we were appreciating, yeah, we, we were shouting out podcasts that we really, really appreciate. Like, I shouted out the black guy who tips with Roddy Karen. Uh, oh, he was on uh, We Got Five, right? Yes, he was. He yeah, did yeah. the, believe that's a good he did show. the, yeah, um, the interracial John with Leslie Mack, uh, Two Dope Queens uh, is really good. Ah, oh, Two Dope Queens and uh, Another Round. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet, and only because nope. of it's BuzzFeed, and I like have a weird love hate relationship with BuzzFeed. But I should. I think do you it. should. I think you should give it a shot. It, I think it's I should really too. good. I think. Uh, well, the reason I got into the podcast was because I listened to uh, an episode with the uh, creator of Hamilton. Oh wow! They, so they got some big names. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever? Uh, but I, I, I started listening to the podcast because of Hamilton, which I only got into Hamilton because. And I want to send another shout out to someone that got me totally obsessed to it. With it is uh, Miss Weeks. She's supposed to come on this show. Really? We're in the process of making it happen. Oh, cool! Cool! I've heard cool. good things about her. Oh, Miss Week's awesome. She she's the Devin always kind of flirts with her. It's weird. It's always like, uh, we got five. I'm like, all right, that's weird. Devin 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 has a lot of um, Devin has a lot of fans. It, that's not the word I was going to use, but okay. <laughs> I'm trying to clean it up for you, Chris. Devin gets a lot of reactions from people. <laughs> but the thing is, Devin's a good guy. In love, it's all in, it's right, right. It's all in love. He's like uh, the dude you kind of love to hate. I mean, I don't hate him, but it's like, like, like he just the, says the most like, ridiculous shit, and they all fuck it. It's so funny. He's, I know, he's like, uh, he's like the Roddy Piper of of We've Got Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he would respect the shit out of that. I know he would, cause we're, cause I remember um, me and him are big wrestling fans. Oh, nice. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, she's the this week's the reason why I was so geeked out about the Tony Awards and doing all that stuff, even to the point now where we have uh, when the Tony Awards came on television, we we a couple of other people that she got together, we geeked out on and all on Facebook and Twitter, and it was it was a lot of fun. That's so fun. I got I wish I feel like it took me so long to finally admit to people that I love musicals. <laughs> yeah. I understand. They're I understand great. because uh, listen, I, before Hamilton, I wasn't really listening to uh, musicals at all. Period. After Hamilton, I'm I'm I went back and rewatched The Wiz, <laughs> uh, The Color Purple uh, musical. Uh, you name a musical, and I've probably gone back and tried to find it somewhere. I got to see Book of Mormon, and I really like that. That was fun. Oh, Book of Mormon. Yeah, it was. Um, I've yet to see Book of Mormon. So I we got it was a present. It was, I got, it was um. So my wife loves musicals, and mm-hmm. I love South Park. 
So in my oh. head, I was like, this is going to be great because it's going to be funny. And she's like, this is going to be great because it's a musical. And we walk out of the theater and I fucking, my head was exploded. It was probably one of the best pieces of art I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, you fell in love with it. <laughs> fell in love. It was just so brilliant, so beautiful, so funny. But I walk out of it and I was like, oh my God, I think I liked it more for the music than the comedy. And she's like, mm-hmm. I liked it more for the comedy than, than the music. I mean, not to say to take away from either or, but it was the one thing, I guess, from my understanding of it, this play does different. I guess Hamilton seems to do the same from my understanding, which I've never seen or heard. But the music in it actually moves the story along. So you can just listen to the soundtrack and get the entire story. Yeah. And you, don't, you don't have to see it. I mean, if you can... But theater is expensive. Like it's, I don't, I don't go a lot. I know, I know, I would never be able to actually afford to go to the actual show. So I, so I geek out on the, on yeah, the soundtrack every man, chance I get. I don't think we could get tickets to Hamilton if we wanted to. I know, right? And now that the original cast is is yeah. slowly deteriorating, um, yeah. going away from each other, it's like I want to see what the original cast, you know, yeah. maybe someday. No, well, they do have a. They do have a PBS special coming out in October. Oh, well, gonna, it's going to be on TV? Yes, it is. With the original cast? Yeah, I think they're going to show a documentary on the making of the play. Damn. And then I think they're going to actually show it. I mean, that guy just changed. I mean, not that theater was going anywhere, but he really he changed the game. Well, I think he brought an, uh, back a new excitement for it. Yeah, um, I mean, and he took it a new... Uh, I don't want to call hip-hop a new genre, but... In terms of music, it's new because it's only been around since the 80s and probably snubbed from theater for all these years because it's highbrow snobs. And right. if I'm wrong about that, someone correct me. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think what he did uh, that worked out perfectly for him was he, he, he did a play that was primarily um, people of color. What he did was, I think, in my opinion, what I think he did was he brought fans uh people that w- wouldn't be fans of musicals and think that you know musicals are for you know drama geeks or you know people that are over dramatic and he brought he brought interest into a art form that is really you know they're very comfortable really snubbing people out like theater right. geeks are fucking annoying like i fucking hated theater kids in high school they're so annoying that's a gross generalization but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but well, you know, it, there, well, that's it's it's expensive. It's kind of upper crust. Like it's important, obviously, but it it was not the most accessible thing to get into. And if well, you don't live near New York or Chicago, it's not like you're gonna go that easily. No, I mean, it, it, I guess it all depends on what city you live in, because there's a lot of big cities that have theaters where you could do those type of things. Like in Jacksonville, we have the Ritz Theater, which is a uh, really old theater, but it's it's held a lot of great great um, performances there, and it's and it's been the start of a lot of great bands that are out that have been out for a while. Bands like Yellow Card, oh yeah, or, yeah, or Shine Down, which are two bands that are originally from Jacksonville. Yellow Card, oh yeah, I know they're Florida. That's crazy. Yeah, I believe the lead singer Ryan Keys went to Douglas Anderson, which is uh, obviously an art school. Douglas Anderson, okay, an art school. So uh, you said uh, your family is watching the DNC right now? Uh, yeah. Are you guys yeah. very politically charged or is just well, the interest this... in here? <laughs> well, actually, um, this this part of my family is like this is all they've been watching all week is is the yeah. DNC. It's uh, like last night we were watching um, Michelle Obama speak and I heard she did a good was... job. Oh, it was beautiful. I gotta, she, I'm gonna have to YouTube it tonight. I heard she just like fucking, uh, I heard she did better than Melania Trump, which was pretty hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Melania right now. Stand, oh, I should have played it. The front we, we could have, I could have stole that speech. I could have, rec- I should have recorded this. Could you imagine Melania Trump being like, I wake up every day in a house built by slaves? Well, that's probably true. You probably shouldn't say that, Melania. <laughs> Yeah, probably shouldn't say that out loud. Yeah, you, well, live you live in Trump Tower. Right, exactly. Which Built by illegal immigrants. Yeah, um, undocumented which, immigrants that you uh, also meet. Which, in turn, is weird for him to say that because, you know, he's married to one. Dude, though, the whole irony to get out there on the stage and talk about how we're 
being invaded by immigrate immigrants. I mean, it's I know I'm saying the same thing, Death. But it's just so ironic that you can get up there and spew such hate speech. And here's my wife <laughs> from Russia <Right. laughs> or Slovakia, well, where she's from. Here's my three. Of, right. Which number is Melania? I honestly think she's third. I was talking to one of my friends at work today about um, the Obama family, and uh-huh. I was like, for a black man to become the first president of the United States, um, which just is true for anything, whenever it's the first, the fir- maybe, uh, you you have to be the best. Obama is articulate, even if you don't, like, support him. I mean, I, fuck it, I do. I don't, I'm not trying to make any money. I voted for the dude twice. But, like... He did eight years of no scandal. Bill, Hillary Clinton couldn't even get the nomination with that scandal. <laughs> and, you know, and, and any politician that you look at, any politician has these, maybe except Cory Booker, but they all have these skeletons and they've done horrible things and we're just like, we're kind of used to it. But like, Obama is almost perfect, socially speaking. He has a gorgeous wife, beautiful Lots. children, um, mm-hmm. wonderful personalities, uh, mm-hmm. no criminal history, George W. Bush. He never did cocaine. George W. Bush never smoked a lot of. Well, he he was pretty, he answered mm. on a question pretty well. Okay, you know he he smoked weed. He may have dabbled. He, he dabbled in a Oh, he definitely smoked pot. And and but. no one cares about that. But Clinton smoked weed. They all did. And that's like, but he handled it so well. But it's just so funny that he has to be so perfect because I know you probably see that thing on the internet going around. What it would how would the Republicans react if Obama had five ch- got up there with uh, five kids from three different women. <laughs> oh, it, it'd be it'd be like uh, they would probably headline it with uh, f- uh, President Obama and his three baby mamas and five uh, five uh, unwedded kids. Yeah, but when Donald Trump does it, it's a modern family situation. Except and, and, Gloria is Melania. Right, and, and and that just shows you how the media will um, will show you two different people. Yeah. You know, Obama has been, in my opinion, the 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 epitome of class when it comes to being the president. He, yeah. and he cool. has to sort of right. He has to sort of be that way when He's you're the first be, of anything. Yep. First black president has to be almost perfect. Well when you when, this is something that not only black people but people of color will can can attest to this that whenever you're the first of your race or kind of any anything you you almost have to be better than expectation yes. whatever that's what whatever they put on yes, you yes 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 that's so true you 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 have to be twice as good to be to seem as normal yeah it, and like i met this fun experience I was at work when the, the couple of like friends such coworkers and uh, mm-hmm. one of the uh, girls is, she's, I believe, Dominican, and she was late. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, I'm late. Everyone's going to think I'm on, I'm, she said something, and my, one of the other coworkers, she's like, oh, don't worry, Jackie. I don't think of you as someone uh, who's Spanish. I just think of you as a person. She's like, yeah, mm. I mean, people of color have to actually live with this. If I walk in five minutes late, every Dominican person in the entire country is always late. When right, you walk exactly. in late, when I walk in late, no one gives a shit, and no one says a word. But if Jackie or someone else of a different ethnicity walks in, and that's like such a little thing that it doesn't matter, but it's so, but that's just such a little piece of the bigger picture. The we have to look at things. Uh, we have to look at every little detail whenever things happen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, what I mean by that is, you could say something like, "Oh, when I look at you, I don't see a black person or a Hispanic person. I just see yeah, just you. erase my identity. That, great, that means nothing to me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when people say, "I don't see color." Well, you, that you're basically saying you don't see me then because yeah. I'm right here. You know, Hello. Just, right. Exactly. So, you know, they're they're and, and no no offense to bashing white white people here, white guys in general. I can handle but, it. <laughs> but uh, you guys don't get when one black person messes up. It seems like every single black person is messed up in the entire world. Like, whenever Kanye West does something on television, it, somewhere some somebody is watching that going, oh, well, Kanye West did that then, you know? The, all black men are like that then. Oh, I mean, it's so apparent with these most recent things with, um, I'm gonna screw up the names, but the gentleman who was handcuffed by the police and then killed 
Oh, Alton Sterling. Poor Alton Sterling. Yeah. He, you know, first off, he was being racially pulled over for racially oh, discriminatory reasons, which, because, you know, you hear the audio, it's like, he's got a big, he's got a nose, or, oh, whatever. And so he gets handcuffed. He's done everything right. Mm-hmm. All right, no, let, let me just start back. Let's talk about that, the gentleman who was the caretaker for the autistic boy that just got shot recently, uh-huh. and thankfully he lived. Uh-huh. He was shot while taking, uh-huh. and then Dylan Roof. Oh God, I'm I'm saying too many things. Someone out no, there, no. someone it's there okay. was it was a meme, but like so somewhere out there, there's a lawyer fighting for Dylan Roof to live. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then there's uh Alton Sterling who is now dead for no reason at all. And well, it's it, well, we're taught to be compliant with the rules. Do what yep. you said, and you'll live. Yeah, then and then you, and you might not. <laughs> Or you might not, and then you see something like Alan Sterling, who um, he did everything right. Well, no, it doesn't even did matter. Every, well, he well, did it doesn't wrong, really. It doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter if what he did because you he, 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 he got on the ground. He got handcuffed. Told they may have seen a gun on him. That's fine. Yeah. Um. You know. But the problem is, is um. The quick fireness that police have with just being able to do it. Oh god. And the feel as though it feels as though they can get away with it. And now with the fact that now we have these things on camera, you know, there's video evidence of of, you know, the police actually killing someone. And I just want to say this uh, ahead of time. I'm not bashing police at all. I have friends that are police officers. I I know that not all police officers are bad. But when you see story after story after story of unarmed black people dying at the hands of the police for absolutely nothing. I mean, what was Alton Sterling's biggest what was what was what was the thing that Alton Sterling was doing that he made it seem like it was okay for him to die? He was just selling CDs. No, he was um yeah, so he was selling CDs but Someone had robbed a bank, and the description I, yeah, they I didn't fit him. They claimed it did, and that was why they stopped him, because he fit a description. And actually, he did not fit the description at all. They actually go, well, he's got a wide nose. And listen, they, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, he fit the description. That's a that's an easy way to legally go in and say, I can search you now. Yeah, but like Dylan Roof walks into a church in South Carolina and murders people, and the next day, I don't have to walk around worried that people think I'm going to kill them. <laughs> right, exactly. Nothing, no skin off my back. And, and that's so and, wrong. But it's... And then the, the most sickening part about Dylan Roof's, one of the most sickening parts about that whole ordeal was when I found out that, that the police had taken him to Burger King to get him something to eat. Whoa, 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 I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I heard why? that. I don't know. And it's it just Are goes back. Are you fucking back. kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Even if Look he just up. like shoplifted, that's so wrong. Oh, he's hungry. As they were, <laughs> as they were taking him back to, as they were taking him to the station, they stopped at Burger King to give him something. To eat. Well, it's good though. He wasn't a dangerous criminal or anything. No, of course not. The he guy, didn't uh, hate uh, crime or have or terrorist act or have any ties to uh, hate groups or white nationalists. Right. So that's cool. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time I've never been arrested? But uh. I would imagine I wouldn't be getting free Wendy's on the way. So that's just fucked up that the taxpayers had to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And, and essentially, it feels it feels like we're paying for all this now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucked up when you say Black Lives Matter and some assholes like actually all lives matter. Uh, I think Peter posted like one of those good memes. It's like it's like yeah. explaining about how it's like cancer. When someone says cancer sucks, you don't go, oh, I'm sorry, all diseases suck. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's. It's obvious that all of them suck. Uh, people, I think the people get Black Lives Matter mixed up. They think, oh, it just means only Black Lives Matter. No, yeah. no one's ever said that only no. Black Lives Matter because if that was the case, we'd call it that. People would call it that. I like when they go Blue Lives Matter. I'm like, they already have a group. It's called a police union, <laughs> and they're <laughs> very good at making sure those dudes don't get in trouble. Yeah, and that's the same thing. It's so weird that we, you. You almost can't criticize the police department. I'll just the, it's the same assholes who make who put an assumption for all black people or all any race. Then well, not all cops are bad. Like well, yeah, yeah. I know. 
obviously. I've been telling you that all week about every other ethnicity and creative person on the earth. No, no, it's just cops that aren't bad. Everyone else is bad. Just cops aren't bad. But yeah, there's right. fucking... Did you hear about that story in Oakland about, like, the underage prostitute that slept with, like, 16 or 17 cops? No, I did not. Yeah, that's I bad. I about that. That's, that's, that's horrible. Locked up. Oh, this took a turn. Oh, <laughs> trust me, I'll, I'll find a way to, I'll, we'll find a way to turn this around. This is all because we started talking about Black Panther? Uh, well, <laughs> I think so. Well, you know, yeah, well, we did. Well, I mean, let's get away from that. <laughs> no, no, but, hey, but listen, if, when, that conversation doesn't come out when we talk about the Avengers, a bunch of white people and one woman. And I think that's important. And that's, I think, the significance of when you finally put the people in movies to represent the actual culture. It matters, and it could spur a conversation that went this way. But Right. Well, for the, for the most part, all people of color want is uh, something that represents them. And we still need to it, see a fucking Scojo movie. A what movie? Scarlett Johansson needs her own oh. film. Oh, well. You know, I thought her was her standover, a standalone movie. I didn't see it, but I heard it suck. No, I mean, like, in the Marvel world, like, she's the only one who doesn't get a fucking her own movie. Right now, Wonder Woman's finally, like, the first female superhero. I think it's KRS-1 who says, can't solve, you can't solve racism until you solve sexism. Hmm. That's, 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 that sounds true. I mean, that sounds... Anyone yeah, out there right. want to disagree with us? Don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, well, to yourself. I mean... <laughs> We're not here for internet fighting. <laughs> no, because you're not going to get it from me anyway. No, uh, me I either. I'm just not smart enough for it. <laughs> well, I have no problem blocking people yeah. that, that want to bring the argument to. And me. sometimes, you know, you ever talk to someone who's like smarter or all right, a better debater, and even though they're wrong, they can just still debate it better. I'm like, I know I, I have my point. I'm just not going to be able to articulate it as well. And then it just turns into like intellectual masturbation. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not having that on Twitter. Like, yeah, fuck that. Let me tweet right, like, repo and show her gifts of funny things. Right, we've established that you know this stuff better than I do. Yeah. But you're clearly wrong about what you're going to say. You're wrong. Yeah, you're clearly wrong. Right, but it's all about it's all about you know representation. You want to see something. You want to see somebody that looks like you, talks like you. Same as podcasting. That's the reason why I've seeked out so many black podcasts because I wanted to see people, hear people talk about the issues that are important to me that that could fully understand it. Not saying that other people of other races can't do that, but mm. it, it's it's one thing when you can hear someone like a Melissa Ellis Perry talk about um, a black issue as opposed to someone like Anderson Cooper, who's more than qualified to be able to you know, speak in front Is of the he? camera and tell you. But well, I'm just saying. No, I just he's it. A, I know he's because <laughs> he's a Vanderbilt. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. That beautiful rich son of a bitch. <laughs> Are you going to start but, a podcast ever? Uh, no, I've never had the thought of actually starting a podcast. And to be honest with you, I, I was actually so nervous it. about. I was actually really nervous about coming on to yours. No, yeah, dude, I. If anyone out there listening, you're going to start a podcast, best piece of advice, record five, throw away your first four. Mm. <laughs> I recorded one. Man, my first, my old co-host and I, we recorded like two or three that we never used because they were so bad. I got drunk. Yeah. Just, I know. I listened to the Brie, to the Brie uh, oh, Benjamin okay. episode. I heard the story. She's listening right now. Brianna. Hello. She's hey, Brie. She's awesome. She's, the, she's honestly the reason why I decided to tag along and try to get on your podcast because I, I remember you her for a while. I know. Well, you put in a post in the um. Yeah, I've been trying to hit up in, in the group, right? To join, and I saw her say, "Yeah, I'll try." It. Then I actually saw Miss Wheats say, "Yeah, I'll try it too." And then I thought, "Huh, why not?" You know, because I have this strange thing where I don't like the sound of my voice. Oh, me neither. It's the worst. So just the thought of this being put out in public and people actually hearing it, yeah, it's gonna be weird because I'm gonna come, I'm gonna go back and listen to this episode and go, oh, I could have said this or I well, that's said another thing. Don't, or... don't listen to the don't listen to yourself. I mean, you can't. Oh, I, no. I I edit it and I wish I had a partner so I could have someone do my editing because if I could just record and walk out like do like Marin, I would be so happy because this is the yeah. part I like. The rest of it, I'm like whatever. 
<laughs> because because I know at some I know at some point someone may listen to this and go, uh, you were going you were going in the right direction when you said this, but you missed this point or you missed this point when you were talking about Black Lives Matter or or podcasting or the fact that you didn't know Daredevil was a Marvel. Yeah, thankfully that doesn't happen a lot. But I also get to use the internet as a white male, so I understand there's a, like a different filter for privilege in that regard. So, well, listen, I, know I think f- women I think get for a the worse. Yeah, they do. Uh, I'll say this: for the most part, people just want to hear a conversation between two people. That's it. I'm a they don't really don't care. <laughs> right? Exactly. They don't care where the conversation goes or how long it goes on for. They just want to hear two people talk to each other and have a genuinely good conversation. No, I, I fully agree with that statement. I was, and, and I was going to joke, I'm like, oh, no one's going to hear this, but now I, I'm not as self, I'm trying to be less self-deprecating. I'm like, it's not true. People actually do listen to this now. And it's, it's kind of cool. It well, took, I mean, a, it it's... took a while. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I look, I look back in your, uh, your archive and you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Almost like three years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's it's all about the guests that you bring on the show. It took maybe twenty or thirty episodes to maybe get to where I wanted it to even start from the beginning. So I had a mm-hmm. co-host, you know, long co-host to quit, and then I just mm-hmm. started having friends on. And I feel like if I started today, I could start and get the ball rolling. But like, man, I I wasn't using Twitter. I was just having my friends on. I at one point I thought I was gonna quit because I just didn't know how to have a guest that was someone I don't know on. Because I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not driving to fucking... I, at one point, I was driving to people's houses like two hours away to have them on the show because I didn't know how to do Skype. <laughs> I did oh. it t- <laughs> twice. Um, and then I was like, all right, that's not financially viable. And then, yeah, I was getting ready to rack it up around episode like 20. And mm. then now I'm like 100 and something. I think 140, 139, 130. I don't know. Well, I actually you, don't know. It's a lot. Well, it's a lot. Well, you you found the formula that works for you. You're just bringing on friends to you know come on the show and people people that you may not know personally, but you interact. Yeah, actually, with I them. prefer that now. It's more fun. I think, dude, start a podcast. Do the exact same thing. Just make the podcast you want to listen to. Because if you're not into it, you're not going to be able to make it. Or don't start one. Just be on mine all the time. It's much easier. <laughs> I said that's a free too. It's like just don't start one. I can't compete. <laughs> you're afraid you're afraid i'm gonna take your spot yeah i, I yeah I, that would be awesome i would i would be so happy if that happened be like jokes on you i don't make any money off this i know right <laughs> you're not stealing anything from me <laughs> i can still there's no gatekeeper i can still make the show in my bedroom even if it's a hundred well, hey. well you know carly carla can always afford to have another show on the network yeah hey she's she's boss lady oh well she's the best i, I know i told her that nice. before I, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, I really like one of the biggest selling points is when I heard saw TV ate my brain was happening. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, I want to do that because I've wanted to start a, a podcast about TV for so long. But I was like, I don't want to do two podcasts. I want to find someone that I could do all the talking yeah. with and someone could edit. And But I was like, oh, my God, I can jump on and just talk about a show here and there. And this is perfect. Damn, that was been an hour. <laughs> really? Yeah, so See, should, that's another thing. I should we start recording? <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If you had, if, if you had recorded any of that, it'd be hard. No, I remember you, you and... asked if we record for like a half hour, and then something. I was like, "Yeah, don't worry. We just start, and then it's over." <laughs> yeah, because you know me as a podcast fan. Yeah, I, I'm looking at timestamps. I'm like, yeah. okay, this this only took four forty eight minutes. You know, Chris with the intro, which by the way, your intro. Like top notch man. Thank you. The second person to say that, and I always am self conscious and hate them so much. And I'm like, why do I do these? I hate. You it. cannot. You cannot go wrong with Biggie. <laughs> oh you yeah, can't. that's a uh, girl talk. You ever listen to girl talk? Uh no. He's a, but... So he's a mashup artist where he takes like hundreds of different of song, different songs, and kind of creates a new song. So that's mm-hmm. Elton John's Tiny Dancer mashed over. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't notice that. Uh, Juicy. Is it? Yeah. yeah. See, and mm-hmm. the first time it's the first girl talk song I've ever heard, and I still get chills every time I hear that because I love that fucking that first Biggie album. Is that ready off Ready to Die? And um, yes. Ellen John's cool, but like when he mixes it together, I I fucking get the chills every time I hear it. I, I will say this: uh, if I had a top five favorite uh, podcast intros, yours would definitely be in the top five. That is an honor. And seriously, because. Like I said, you can't go wrong with Piggy. 
I do. He's. I I don't know tons about hip hop anymore because I, I, my era of hip hop knowledge just kind of ends around the nineties, like because then I kind of veered off. But God, it's so good. Just oh. nothing else. Like I mean, it's not, not an original thought. But God damn, was he good? Oh, him, Tupac. Yeah. Um, I was actually a Julio fan, but I don't know if that's a thing you should be proud of anymore. <laughs> he was a fan of Gangsta Paradise. Oh God, I was, God, I'm, I'm even going farther, not farther back. I was even a fan of the one, two, three, four, get your woman on the floor. <laughs> and then uh, he had another song about like, be, about his kid. I'm, He's like, you got your grandma's eyes or something like that. I ain't gonna lie to you. My favorite Coolio song is. Is the theme song to Kenny and Cal. Kenny and Cal? Oh, here it goes. <laughs> it goes. Yeah. And that was actually another thing that me and you had uh, bonded over was uh, Nickelodeon uh, shows. If I was better, I would have remembered that and then brought that up an hour ago. <laughs> See, this is why you bring me on the show, Chris. Yeah, we'll have to do this again. Yeah, because I, I like stream. I said, I originally listened to Bree and I listened to Moji's um, podcast oh, from last isn't, week. Isn't she the She's, best? Yeah, she really is. I I swear to God, it was so we recorded that like a few days ago, just like this will probably go up on Monday. Um, okay. Which usually never happens that way. Usually it's like months in advance. <laughs> but um, it was like the hottest day of the year, and we're both in separate. You know, she's in New York, or where I think so. And I'm in my bedroom, and it was like 110 degrees. I'm like, I would talk to you for an hour more, but I can't breathe. She's like, Oh God, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to get everyone together. Oh, well, oh, we should do like a power episode with you and Bree. Oh, <laughs> that would that would probably work because both of us were extremely nervous about doing this, and we probably ended up yeah. doing a lot better than we expected. No, it did great. Uh, so, where can people find you online? Well, um, I would say one place you can find me is on Twitter. I, I don't tweet that often, but if you want to follow me, you can. I'm at CJM Jones. That's all one word. And um, other than that. You know, join the Core Tempo Arts uh, Facebook group. Come in and enjoy, have fun with us, interact with us. That's where that's that's another place you can find me. Um, if you're cool with this, I I would like to recommend a podcast. Though. Oh my god, I'd love to that. See, do okay. I, I'm following you on Twitter. I don't know if I do. CM Jones. Oh yeah, yeah, you already follow me. All right, good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. recommend a podcast. That's fucking great. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's a podcast called uh, Dark, which is D-A-R-C, and it's a podcast that just started. It's a, uh, by a friend of mine named Summer, and the, it stands for uh, Dope As Regular Chicks, and it's a podcast with her and her anonymous uh, co-host, Sugarfoot, <laughs> which I just love that name. Sugarfoot. That's amazing. Yeah. So what was it called again? Dark? Dark. It's is it stands for dope ass regular chicks. D A R K. Yeah. No. D A D A R C. Dark. Are they on Twitter or anything? It's on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I'm gonna find the show. Mhm. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for doing this. This is a ton of fun, man. I'm. I, oh, I love every second of it, and I. I appreciate that. This has been a highly anticipated one since we decided we were gonna do this.